Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I'm delighted, I've been la-di-da-din Not a lot of thoughts when I ponder from the top Man, these boys, they be potting I trust them like a lot And they told me that I get it Guess what? I got it You should do it too You will never lose If you ever do Must have been a ruse Ricky, that's my dude Stoops are super cool Sharks up in the pool I've been sparking up my tools I've been looking to win Spend a little again I've been for spittle to them My God, I riddled again I told them stop clowning around They said what goes up comes down I said I'm down with the sickness My team stay ill now Come get this I'm just so dead with delight I stay ready tonight Deep dive, we rise That's the medley, alright David Delight David Delight Da-da-da, da-da-da Da-da, David Delight Hey! Welcome to another episode of the David Delight brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to continue on with our Debbie rankings. We're going to transition into the running back rankings. If you listened last week, we did the quarterback rankings, and those were a whole lot of fun. As always, I am joined by my partner here, Stoops. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Um, As I told you... I'm excited to see your reaction to some of the guys that I have in certain spots. I'm excited to see where you have certain guys. Um, the running backs are always, and you, you've even said it, are a little bit more challenging, I think, when it comes to the rankings because there's just so many things you can look at. Like, outside of numbers, obviously, there's just so many things you can look at. And, it's you know, kind of what you like, I may not like. What I like, you don't like. And it's, it's, it's crazy, but um, – I'm excited to see who all you have in there. Because, again, we've said it before, we don't share. We don't share the rankings beforehand. We can kind of assume, you know, what yeah. guys are in there, but we don't know where. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, you can factor in my 2021 rankings that we've already did and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, if, obviously, for me, there's guys in the 2022 class that I like. And then just trying to sprinkle those guys into this class, I, I was – I was having problems trying to figure out, man, do I, how much do I really like this guy? Do I really like him more than, and it's like, no, but yes, but also I don't know. Like it's, yeah. it's so hard to, um, cause if I was going into a Debbie draft, like th- there's, there's hard decisions that have to be made. Right. You know what I mean? Like how, how urgent do I need somebody to produce? You know what I mean? Like, do I need that right away? So like when his first year comes out, do I need to be able to, you know, compete week one i don't know you know what i mean but on the outside looking in if i'm doing a startup i'm just like oh man like i'm i'm really i'm really unsure right now steve's and i'm like even second guessing my rankings as we're talking right now so it's cool i'm not i'm i'm set i love where <laughs> i have i love where i have these guys all right well speaking of which we're doing our top 15 this week so uh, give me your first your 15 14 and 13 so my 15 um Maybe an unpopular one for a lot of people, but I've been a big fan of him actually since his high school days. But Sincere McCormick out of UTSA, 
I would I would put him higher. He's leading the the he's he's got over thirteen hundred plus potentially you know rushing yards. He's leading the NCAA, all this fun stuff. But it's like he's it's it, no offense, but it's UTSA. The, the conference isn't that great, so the competition's not all there. But his abilities are right. So I've got him at fifteen. I would definitely have moved him up if if he would have been playing a little bit better competition. But I know you can't always hold that against the guys, but. I am in this instance, but sincere McCormick at 15, I've got Zamir white at 14. Um, we've obviously seen, seen him come on, right. He, he's got the, got the job there. Um, he's making it happen. Number 13, a guy that I really, really like and talked up for a while, Michael Carter out of North Carolina. I mean, they've got the, the two headed monsters there, right? So they're, they're getting it done, but Michael Carter's a guy that I've, I've been a big fan of for, for a while now. Um, I know we talked him, talked him up. I don't know five, six, seven, eight, ten episodes ago. I don't remember exactly which one it was, but um, we talked him up, and Michael Carter's a guy that I've, I've been a big fan of for quite a while now. Sorry, I didn't realize my mic was off. Um, <laughs> happens. Start talking. Um, for me, coming in at number 15, this guy just coming off one of the biggest games I've ever seen in my entire life, Jarrett Patterson at a Buffalo. Um. My biggest issue with Patterson is are his opponents, right? That's that's my biggest reason why. I mean, I'm sure with that look, I just got the DJ ukulele look, mm-hmm. so I'm sure you have him a lot higher than than 15, which is you know that's that's your opinion. I'll let you have it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll let you have it. Um, number 14, I've got. Uh, Bijan, Bijin, Bijan Robinson, Bijan, 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 Bijan. There we go, Bijan Robinson out of Texas. This is embarrassing. Let me restart the show. Um, all right. <laughs> this is what makes our show so great, though, is whenever you mispronounce names. Exactly. I, I don't know how. Like ukulele sounds really cool coming out of my mouth, but I can't get Bijan right. Uh, That's not even how you say his last name. I know. I. <laughs> It's like uh, Chris Olive, right? Lee Bay. Yeah. Well, I know that, but Olive Garden. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to running backs. Yeah, this is we're going <laughs> off the rails on this episode, guys. And we just started. Exactly, and we have a lot. Eh, we don't have any more. I don't have any more difficult names to say. Mm-hmm. Um, coming in number thirteen, Kylan Hill, Mississippi State. Um, I like Hill a lot. Um, he's not been as impressive this year as I was hoping um, at first. This team as a collective whole has been disappointing. Um, KJ Castell, thank you for breaking my heart. Um, yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm okay. See, look at that, guys. That, see how that works? I was wrong about KJ Costello. Um, but, yeah, number 13, Kylan Hill. Give me your 12 through 10. I, and Kylan Hill was one guy that <clears throat> I, I, I think that the talent's there, right? I think it's just the team as a whole – didn't do him any favors. Um, I, I think it was just kind of one of those situations where it, it just didn't fit as well and the team was losing and he just felt that it wasn't the best for him anymore. So I would agree though. But what are we at, 12? Is that what we said? Yes. Yeah, we're at 12. So 12, I've got uh, Cameron Harris out of Miami. Another guy that's came on very, very strong. He's looked really, really good. Um, able to hit the holes, got speed, all that fun stuff. He's able to break some tackles. Like him a lot. Um, 11, I've got your boy, JV on Hawkins. Um, this guy, man, this guy just, if you haven't watched film on him, I mean, watch it. All right. 
You got to go watch it. Watch some, watch some Louisville games. It, it, it's amazing what he can do at his size. That's, that's the crazy thing, right? Because he's not, he's not a big guy at all. But dude's fast, right? Dude's fast. He can make it happen. Um, love his game a lot. So, Javion Hawkins at 11. Number 10, um, Javante Williams out of North Carolina. Again, the two-headed monster. Um, he's, <laughs> he's definitely leading the team in, uh, in rushing touchdowns. That's for sure. So, he's, he's, he's getting it done, um, making people miss. I mean, it's, it's just fun to watch that North Carolina team, honestly. What Mac Brown's doing there, we even said it last year, what he's doing, doing there, it's nice, right? I think North Carolina is going to be a team for, for a while that's, that's going to be, be around, right? They're going to make their, make their presence felt. Um, but, yeah, Williams out of North Carolina, who's I got, I've got him at number 10. Yeah, Javante Williams, the, uh, the old guy that uh, everybody decided to uh, railroad us for not having us in, mm-hmm. our, in our ranking. And that's the thing. Like, you said it perfect last week whenever you talked about Zach Wilson. Um, we're, we're trying to dissect these guys when we have the opportunity to, right? You know what I mean? Like, when we have time to. When I got around to seeing some Javante Williams tape, I mean, he's – I got Tank Bigsby at number 12. Um, he's number 12 for me out of Auburn. Number 11 is Javante Williams, right? You know what I mean? He was a guy that was not in my top 10 um, when we did the episode. And the thing about it was is, is I didn't know a whole lot about Javante Williams, right? You know what I mean? Michael Carter was the guy that I really liked. You liked. You kind of put me on to him. You were, you're right. This, this uh, North Carolina team is very stacked on the offensive side of the ball. They have a really good two-headed monster at the running back position. Of course, they've got the quarterback number two, Sam Howell, back there throwing the ball. But for me, it, it's watching some of Javante. It's like, okay, cool. Like the big thing that I had, the problem I have with him is when when people start talking about he's the running back one, the running back two, the running back three of this coming 2021 class, I'm just like, I don't see that, right? I don't see it. And and that I, I wanted to touch on it because I was going to be interested to see if he was in your rankings I watched some tape. I guess you did as well. Watching him a little bit more. I was like, man, I could see the attributes that people are talking about. Maybe he's a top five, maybe top 10. He's not my top five. He wouldn't be in my top five. Obviously he's not in my top five in the Debbie, but even with 2021, he's still not in my top five, top 10. Sure. He's, he's probably in there now, but even watching his tape, I don't see how you say this guy is in the conversation with a Najee, a Travis, uh, even a game. Well, you know, I don't see you. I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? So and number number ten, my number ten is probably going to surprise people. It's a guy that's really disappointed me, and that's Chuba Hubbard. I got him at number ten, Oklahoma State. Um, I I love Chuba. Good kid, great head on his shoulders. I want nothing but success for him, but his stock is just plummeting for me mm. each and every week. His pass blocking is a concern. Um, he's come off the field way too much whenever they they need to come back from um from being down. Um, Sanders is, I don't, Sanders is an okay quarterback, but I, I don't know. I mean, I know teams are focusing in on him, but they did that last year and he still made plays. You know what I mean? I, I just, I don't know what it is with Chuba this year. I don't know. He's number 10. Are we at number nine, nine now? Nine? Yeah, okay. number nine through seven. Sorry, um, I went a little bit tangent there, but. Well, number nine, um, this is where my, my, my big smile came. I've got Jarrett Patterson. Um, at number nine, again, it, it's a hypocritical thing to say about how I have him higher and I had sincere McCormick lower because of talent or not talent. I'm sorry of, of competition. Um, because again, who's Buffalo really played? I get it. But did you not see what what he? I mean, what, 
eight, eight, six, eight touchdowns. Yeah. 400. Like that's insane. You know, it, it's, it's one of those where again, who are they playing? I, I get it. But even whenever other teams are playing less competition, you don't see that. You don't see that happen. So it's just one of those where Patterson, I mean, and he, even last year, he had over what, 1700 rushing yards. Like he, he yeah. just, he just killed it last year. He's continuing it this year. I think he's just an ultra talented running back. Um, love, love watching him play. Love watching his highlights and his game film. So I've got him at number nine. Number eight, I've got Chuba. Same thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I, I actually, feel be- I feel much better about my ten. Yeah, because I wasn't sure how where you were going to kind of lay with him, but and I almost put him lower. I almost did, but I think the talent's still there. It's not like it just went away. Yeah. There's just something off this year. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I hate using it as an excuse. I, I do think given all this COVID craze, I think that plays a factor. But at the same time, like you said, they were stacking boxes last year. They were doing all – and he was still making it happen. So yeah. the speed's there, right? He, he's a, he's an ultra-talented guy. He's just got some some other things kind of not going his way for whatever reason. So I almost moved him lower. But based on what we've seen previous um, and even glimpses this year, I kept him at that spot, but I did move him down from where I, I had him previously. So yeah. Chuba, I've got him at number eight. And number seven's a guy that I've been a huge fan of for, well, since his freshman year. Jamar Jefferson out of Oregon State. Um, I'm glad that he's, he's came on and done what, what he's been able to do because we, we were talking him up, right? It was one of those where he came out and just dominated it when he first got onto the field. And then some injuries and some other things kind of kind of you know held him back a little bit. But now – He's doing it again. He's doing it again. He's out there. He's just he's just making it happen. He's when the ball is in his hands, he's making plays. Watch the film on him. Watch some Oregon State games, and it's he's a fun guy to watch. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jamar Jefferson. Big fan. Yeah. Um. I I love Jefferson, man. I do. I have a just have questions regarding his his long-term play you know what I mean like his size kind of bothers me a little bit there's there's another guy on my rankings that I I kind of like a little bit more and it's a little bit smart too um number nine Zach Charbonnet Michigan I love this kid super talented um maybe they'll have a new head coach next year and they'll be able to run the ball um and realize that they have a very good running back on their roster um number eight Zamir White He's one I struggle with because of the injuries, right? He does have that checkered past, you know what I mean? And it's terrifying, terrifying to think about. So for me, but I just think the talent is just supersedes that concern a little bit for me. Um, Number seven, I've got um, Isaiah Spiller, um, Texas A&M. What's that? What are you shaking your head at me for? You'll see. You'll see. I mean, I. He's my. He'd be my number three. He's twenty twenty two, right? Yep. He's my number three twenty twenty two guy. So it's all right. Um. <laughs> so I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Obviously, my my knowledge base on Spiller comes from Stoops. Um, I remember. Uh, it's the first game of the season. Did they play the first week? We only, yeah, they played Vanderbilt? Yes. Oh, my I, God. I was watching this game, and I'm super, super excited. You know what I mean? I was like, man, I can't wait to see the Spiller kid. And then, like, he had, like, no carries. You know, he did. But when he touched the ball, it was electric. Then you watch the Alabama game. Right? 
and I, I don't understand the play calling with this kid. Like, I'm not saying the, the uh, I forget his, the, uh, the other running back there's name or whatever, but he's not bad, you know what I mean? But he's not Speller. Smith? And, nice yeah, Smith? Smith. Yeah, yeah, nice. He's, he's good, right? But there's no reason why this team should not be ran through Spiller, right? You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 25, 30 times, you're getting him the ball in his hands, and he's making play. You know, they should throw this kid the ball 25 or five times a game, right? You know, to get this kid in space. I, I To be honest with you, Spiller could probably be – um, I, I think Spiller could be as good as like a Travis Etienne. You know what I mean? I really do. Like I, I think, and um, watching his game, they're they're similar game style, right? You know what I mean? They're not exactly the the biggest backs, and they're not the Najee Harris's or the Brees Halls or some of these other big backs. But for me, Isaiah Spiller reminds me of Travis Etienne. And to be honest with you, I, I think they're very, very much comparison there as well. I, I like that comparison a lot. I was, the more that I think about it, and I'm just talking that through in my head, but. I like Isaiah Spiller a lot, and that's and that's why he's number seven. Sorry, Stoops. That dirty look. I mean, I keep on getting these dirty – this running back episode, I'm getting a lot of dirty looks, man. It's not it's not comfortable, guys. Um, give me your six through four. So, number six, I've got Bijan Robinson. I, the team's his now. Keontae yeah. Ingram's transferring. Transferred, whatever, right? The team's his – it actually took longer than I expected it to. And it didn't happen as I thought it would either. But Bijan, man, you just, I still can't get over that. I, well, he tried to like hurdle a guy and then he scorpioned and it was just, and then he came back. He's like, yeah, whatever. No big deal. Like, exactly. I would have been, my career is over. My career is done <laughs> if that happens to me. But no, just watching him play, his moves, his speed, his, uh, this dude. He's got it all, right? We just want to see, obviously, him in that expanded role, like where the team's his. So um, he's getting it done. But Bijan, I've got him at number six. I've got Kenneth Gainwell at number five. Um, yes, he opted out. Haven't seen him play. But just what we've seen, um, I'm a huge fan of his. I've been a fan of his. I know that a lot of people have concerns about Memphis running backs, right? I, I get it. It's not been a, you know, a great past, per se. But um, – I think there's just something special about him. I, I think he's going to – he's just versatile, right? He can run the ball. He can catch the ball. He's quick. He can, he can do it all. I yeah. think he's going to find, find a role um, next level. I, I think he's going to be definitely a guy to, to keep an eye on. And number four, this will – anyway, um, I've got Brees Hall. I've got Brees Hall at number four. Um, obviously, I mean, we've been seeing it for what, the second year now. I mean, he's still doing exactly what we expected him to do. Um, so I'm a big fan of his, but yeah, uh, Brees Hall, number four. Yeah. Um, number six, I've got Kenneth Gainwell. I still like, I'm still in, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that are out. A lot of people. A lot of people kind of criticize Gainwell, but for me, it's all there. Three down back, 100%. You know what I mean? Um, for me, the number one thing I look at whenever I am doing my research on running backs, I need a, I need a running back in the NFL that's going to stay on the field for three consecutive downs. That's why guys like Chuba are moving down my rankings. Chuba will come off the field, and if he comes off the field at any point in a game, you come off the field on the hurry-up offense, you come off the field on you know drives that you're trying to come back. If your team's down, he just comes off the field, period. Guys like Kenneth Gainwell can stay in there for the two-minute drill. They can stay in there for the time. They can catch the ball. Number five, I love Eric Gray. I love Eric Gray. Eric Gray is my number five. I think that he is by far 
my favorites back. I actually have somebody ranked a higher, higher than him, you know, for the 2022, but it's just because of, you know, talent wise, he's kind of raw talent, but Eric Gray is amazing. Uh, and what he's done, it's another team. I'm confused on what they're doing um, offensively. Um, but, but have no fear, have no fear, Tennessee fans. My boy's coming to save the day next year. Harrison Bailey's coming in and, and then we got Bailey and we got Gray in the backfield. I'm telling you, we're going to start lighting up things. We, I don't know why I said we, I don't even like UT, but uh, <laughs> number four, um, I was giving you a funny look earlier because a guy that's rising up my draft board oh, yeah, yeah. is Hawkins. Yeah. Hawkins is good, man. And I understand people are criticizing the size and blah, 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 blah. But you know what? I'm telling you guys, this guy's special. When you guys th- when you guys drool over Javante Williams out of North Carolina, that's me over Louisville. Watch this kid's tape. Watch him play. Watch him play. I'm telling you, this kid's special. Uh, I think that he's one of the best backs in this class. I think my number one and two, they're 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 tier one. You know what I mean? That's that they're tier one, and then it kind of comes down from there a little bit. But Hawkins is easily in my tier two, and he leads the tier two. So that's you know Gainwell, Gray, and Hawkins. Six, five, and four. Um, go ahead, three, two, one. Which I mean, um, no surprise because I already know who you know one, one, two, or three is going to be. I, I know, just I just don't know the order yet. So, so number three, I made this move later last night. Okay, I didn't have him here. I had him one spot down, but I moved him up. He's my RB one of the twenty twenty two class. Isaiah Spiller. I've got him sitting at number three overall. Like he is it. my RB1. I know. I know. I You're like an A&M it. fan. You're an A&M fan. Well, I mean, I, that's going to be the feedback I get. I already know. But how long have I been talking up Isaiah Spiller? Yes, I, I will say this. Yes, I do see him week in and week out, right? I see more film on him than probably any of these other running backs, honestly, because I watch every single A&M game. So I, I get it. But at the same time, whenever you talk to someone who's an Ohio State fan, a Minnesota fan, a Michigan fan, a whoever fan, right? They're going to talk up those guys more. And I, I was happy, very happy to see on Twitter more people are talking up Isaiah Spiller, right? It, yes, it's me. I, I understand that. But you're seeing his name more and people talking about how special he really is. That's why for me, just he, he's – I mean, the first game, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but what, eight carries, 100-some-odd yards? Like, why didn't you give him the ball 20 times? Like, I don't, I don't get it, you know? So that's where that A&M play calling comes into to play. Yeah, they're winning games, cool. But it's just like, you got to be getting this guy the ball 15 to 20 times a game. Like, you, I don't know. And that's a, that's a whole different thing. But when you watch his film, you, you see his vision. I mean, his footwork is unbelievable. Right, he can catch the ball out of the backfield, and once it's in its hands, or once it's in his hands, he's he's gone. Right? I mean, it, I just I just love watching his his play, and finally seeing we had Travion Williams again. We because you know <laughs> we, um, but Travion Williams was there you know a couple years ago, and he he did everything that he he needed to do. But to have a running back like Isaiah Spiller last season show the glimpses of it, now this year he's really gonna he's really ramping it up, and we still have next year. That's what's so exciting, right? We get a third year out of him. So he's my, uh, my RB1 in that 2022 class, number three running back overall. And then Najee Harris, number two, Travis Etienne, number one. Etienne's been my number one for 
as long as I can remember now. That being said, Harris can easily be number one, right? To me, they are interchangeable. I love both of them. I just like ETN a little bit more. Um, that is no knock at Harris, right? It's, it's, it's one of those – we said I think we said this before where it's like when we talked about Judy and Lamb, I know you felt a little differently about it, but it's like a 1A, 1B type thing. Like To me, yeah. that's kind of where this falls in. But, um, yeah, Harris at number two, ETN at number one. Um, I just – I watched a little – whenever I was watching DJ's film, right, for, for the quarterback, quarterback space there, ETN's still just popping off the film, right? He's just popping it, – it's, it's just insane to watch. But, um, yeah, I think Spiller's the one that a lot of people are going to be probably more surprised about. Um, having him at number three overall. Not necessarily the RB1 per se for that class, yeah. but having him that high. But that's my three through one. For me – I, I struggled with Spiller because I like him a lot. When I watched him, I was watching him play. I was like, man, I see so much ETN. You know what I mean? I see so much of him when I watch his gameplay. And it kind of blew my mind a little bit just because I was like, man, this kid's really good. Like, I struggled with him. I had him as high as five. And then it just kind of the way it shook out. I just put Gainwell ahead of him a little bit. But, like, I mean, if I was in – a Debbie league and I had the choice between Gainwell and Spiller, I'd probably lean Spiller. You know what I mean? Like I, I would, I think just, just out of pure scare, you know, the, the Memphis running back thing's a thing, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. weird. You know, what I, it's weird how things happen like that. Like, you know, it's like the Alabama adage, right? You know, no Alabama quarterbacks really ever really thrived in the NFL at, at, at the next level. And it never makes any sense. And Tua won't be that guy either, but you know, maybe Mac Jones. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Any chance to throw a dig it too, I get an opportunity to. But for me, three, Brees Hall. Um, I, dude's stupid talented. Um, I feel like this is going to be a fun 2022 or 2021 talking about some of these top guys. But you have Hall one, you have Spiller one, you have Gray. I like Gray. I, I think I'll like Gray more than everybody else will. But I think Gray is insanely talented. But I love, uh, I love Gray a lot. But um, two for me is Etienne. Harris is one. I made the switch a couple months ago, maybe, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago. Um, but again, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you. These guys, again, these guys are tier one in this 2021 draft. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. They are the Fields and Lawrence of their particular category. I don't think it's really close. I'm sorry. You like your Javante Williams. You like your Kenneth Gainwells. You like your Zamir Whites. You like your whoever else you want to talk about in this class. They're not as good as Etienne and Harris. Etienne, even being for a small guy, he sits in the pocket and he will make sure to take a hit for his quarterback. That's another thing that I love when I watch Etienne play. Um, Najee Harris is going to go to some team and be the Derrick Henry of that team, and I can't wait. Um, and he can I, catch way better than, than Henry. Way better. Like, I still can't get over some of these routes that he's ran and these catches that he's had. Like he's catching them like he's a receiver. Stupid. That's what's he's crazy. Like he's eating. He's That's, catching them. It's crazy. I, I, Here I am talking him up, right? Like he should be my RB. Like he should be my number one. But it, like it, it's it. He, I don't one know. A one B. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really is, and it's it's crazy to me because these guys these these guys are that good. Like. Yeah. Etn and, and Harris are going to be good in the NFL, right? You know yeah. what I mean. Like I can't wait to see Etn and where and where these guys land. Um, but Harris, to me, man, he's just—you're right. I think that's the reason why I'm a little bit more impressed with Harris because Etn does the things that you would expect for somebody his size, 
And then Harris does these things that is like three times the size of an ETN and still is he, he is, man. It's it's crazy to watch a big man like that just what are they feeding these kids? You know what I mean? Like I just I don't understand what Najee Harris ate for breakfast every day, but whatever it is, if you've got a kid, get him on the Najee Harris. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good, man. I, I'm I'm excited though, man. There's some really good running backs coming out in these next couple classes that are gonna be really um you know. I, I like this one a little bit better than the football, uh, the quarterback one, man. We had mm-hmm. a lot of diversity here. I, I, I think that there was a, l- a little bit more. I mean, at our top, you know, we had, you know, four or five guys that were the same guys, but you know what I mean? Where we have them ranked is a little bit different, but you know, like we said at the beginning of the show and the beginning of all these shows, like we don't share our rankings. So it's kind of fun to, you know, hear Stoops give me his rankings prior to it. But uh, obviously next week we'll, we'll tackle the wide receiver position. And then the following week we'll tack the, tackle the uh, almighty tight end position. The one that everybody talk about where it's Kyle Pitts and then everybody else. <laughs> Bingo. But um, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Debbie Delight, guys. The support, like I, I don't want to sound cheesy or stupid here, but man, you guys' continued support of the show and listening to the show, it blows my mind. Like we've been doing this well over a year now and how you guys continue to support us, continue to listen to the show each and every week. Um, we're very, very appreciative of it. The support on Twitter, the support on social media has been amazing as well. Um, we're very, very thankful for everybody that listens to the show each and every week. Um, make sure to do us a favor. Give Stoops a follow at Stoops1990. Give myself a follow at Ricky Valera underscore. Make sure to check out the other shows on the drive-in podcast network, including our friends over at the fantasy football round table. What, you know what Dennis and and uh, Bruning and Fox do on those shows they pump out two three shows a week over there man I love those guys they're fantastic um yeah and make sure to head over to the Music City Drive and check out some articles that we're writing up there as well so yeah until next time we'll talk to you guys later see y'all later